You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as this team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, everybody, to I'll Hang Up and Listen. I am Dwayne Dio, the, go- the host of Two Goalies, One Mike. Uh, Sabres with a huge, huge win tonight uh, against Vancouver in Vancouver during Sabres after dark, 10 p.m. start Eastern Standard Time, 3-2 to two in overtime. Had to keep everybody up just a little bit later, but uh, it was worth the finish. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin with an absolute highlight reel goal to end the game. Um, I won't. I won't lie. Uh, there are bits and parts. You know, I had a, a hockey game myself tonight, so I was a little gassed. Uh, I fell asleep for maybe like a half a period tonight, but caught the most important parts uh, definitely there at the end. Uh, seeing Darlene, uh really put this team on his back, as I tweeted out earlier, and uh, you know lead this team to victory. And you know, let's just talk about him for a second before we get into the particulars of the game. Ross Dalim has really started to emerge as the player we all expected him to be when we drafted him first overall. You you literally saw him take over a game tonight and put his skill sets on full display. Um, and it's wild because not even, you know, two months ago, there were people in Sabres land that wanted him gone, that wanted him traded, that couldn't stand him. And I'm I'm an avid, I've always been an avid Rasmus Dalim defender that I've always thought he was special. He's a great talent and, uh, you know, not a guy that you should just want to rush and think that he should be Nick Lindstrom right away. It's, you know, that's not how it goes, especially with defensemen. They just take longer to develop, especially on a team where, you know, you're, you're not really built to win right now. You're built to, you're built to compete. Yeah, maybe, but you weren't built to win. You have a lot of guys making the league minimum uh, on this team. And, you know, how can you judge players that you expect to be a part of your future solely like on when you're on a team that's, again, not built to be a playoff team, not built to um, sustain long-term success. You're really, the season was about individual development. And again, we've seen, especially since the All-Star break, you know, Rasmus Dahlin play with a type of swagger that we haven't seen in Buffalo for a very long time. And, you know, we saw, you know, bits and pieces of it with, with Jack Eichel. I mean, I hate, you know, people don't want to talk about him, but, you know, that's a guy who played with a ton of swagger in Buffalo, a guy who played with confidence and a guy who could literally take over games. Well, we're seeing, starting to see that from Rasmus Dahlin, and it's super, super exciting. Uh, you know, and some of the things he had to say in the post game too were also very exciting, spoken like a true leader on this hockey team. And, um, you know, one of the things after Kate, you know, we saw Casey Mills that uh, get, get Buffalo on the board first night during the post game. Casey even said, and that was a guy who really also needed to get on the board too, was Casey. 
Uh, you know, you, you see a smile in the, in the post game and after the after he scores the goal, you know, he's a guy that you expect a lot more from. Hasn't been able to be, stay healthy this year, dealing with so many injuries and to really see him open scoring the way he did, cut up the middle, split the D and score a goal. Uh, you know, pretty much one on one with Thatcher Demko wasn't a breakaway, but you know, he just picked his spot and scored on a beautiful, uh, beautiful wrist shot and uh, to put Buffalo up one nothing pretty early in this game. You know, a guy who definitely needed needed that. He definitely, definitely needed that to get himself going. Uh, and he, you know, this is Casey Middlestat in the, in the post game. Um, uh, on Rasmus Dahlin, he's one of my best friends, and I'm extremely happy for him. Uh, you know, it was on his goal and over on Dahlin's goal overtime. And my opinion is this team has finally been, they're bought in together. You know, they're a family, and they're playing for one another. And like soon enough, they'll be playing for us too. Every single night, they'll be playing for the people who pay their hard, you know, pay their hard-earned money for the cost of a ticket to come watch them play. And that's really what we wanted for such a long time here in Buffalo is a team that's going to play for us and know how much this means to a team that knows how much this means to us. And because they know how much this means to us, they're going to go out there and exert everything on the ice to win for us. And that's what we've wanted in Buffalo for such a long time. Have a comment here from Kyle Cool. What a game! Absolutely love this team right now. The effort alone is something we uh, haven't seen in years. Well, actually, I'm bringing it up right now. Sorry. What a game! Absolutely love this team right now. The eff- the effort alone is something we haven't seen in years. These guys want to play together and for the city, and it's just so amazing to see. Couldn't agree with you more, Kyle. And again, guys, you know, if you want to join in the conversation, just subscribe to our YouTube Two Goalies One Mike on YouTube. You know, hit that subscribe button. You can join in the conversation and leave comments there. Uh, you know, I appreciate them. Hit a like, make sure you hit the like on this video, uh, leave a comment just like Kyle just did. And, you know, let me know what you guys think. Uh, always appreciate the support and obviously it helps us in the long run too. But yeah, I, I can't, I can't explain how excited I am. It's, it's refreshing to see a team play for one another and play, you know, for this fan base and, uh, the smiles and the celebration it's, you know, it's not just coming from one player anymore, or maybe one or two players. It's coming from everybody. You see, you know, you've seen this reemergence of guys like Kyle Ocposo, who's finally healthy and playing to the best of his abilities and really taking on a leadership role on this team. And, you know, is finally, you know, worth, in my opinion, that six and a half million dollar contract. And he shows it every night there on the ice, you know, maybe not every night on the score sheet, but in so many other areas and not to mention off the ice in the locker room, you know, you know, helping build this culture that we've lacked in Buffalo such for such a very, very, very long time. Uh, one of the things that Darlene said in his post game too, that really stood out to me is we're protecting each other. We're not backing down anymore. We love to compete. And we never give up. And that was uh, on competing in tight games over and over again and coming out on top. You know, that sounds like a really tr- a leader to me uh, when, when you hear Darlene say something like that, you know, um, you know, you, it's, um, again, not things that we've heard from individual players on this team in a long time. And even when they're losing as of late, you know, granted, you know, you take away that, that six to one loss against Ottawa, or I'm sorry, not Ottawa, um, Edmonton. And, you know, where they were on the high, highest of highs leading into that, you know, sometimes the, the old saying is you don't ever want to get too high. You never want to get too low. They got smacked. Sure. But, you know, to come back in the next two games, a one nothing win 
where they ground, uh, you know, they grinded out a win against Calgary, uh, one nothing, or Dustin Tokarski played on his head, and then tonight against the Canucks, where you get the three two victory in overtime, and just you know they come right back out after losing a tough one against Edmonton six to one, where you, again you got dominated, and to to play this way, uh, it really speaks to the culture that's being built in Buffalo by Don Granado. Um, Rasmus Dahlin, Alex Tuck, uh, Dylan Cousins. Uh, yeah, I, I love, I just love hearing these players talk about each other and, and they smile and they're just, you could just tell there's a tight knit family there. And um, again, something that this team has lacked for a very, very long time, just to go over scoring in this game too, uh, real quick. Uh, Dahlin with a goal and assist, a multi-point night. Same thing with Casey Middles, that goal and assist, a multi-point night. Colin Miller had a nice assist. I believe it was on the uh, on the middle stack goal. Obviously, a guy we kind of look at to possibly be on the trade block uh, before the 3 p.m. trade deadline tomorrow. Um, so we'll see uh, with, uh, with with Colin Miller. I think the right-handed shot defense will probably be dealt. Uh, Victor Olsen uh, had himself a decent game with an assist tonight. Another guy being rumored to uh, possibly on the trade block. I tweeted out earlier today. I have a feeling. Uh, so it's just a hunch. It's not a feeling. It's not like I, I'm not hearing anything. This isn't like somebody in, me trying to be an insider. I just have a feeling that maybe that uh, Victor Olson will be dealt tomorrow um, because again, I just don't see him being part of the long-term solution in Buffalo. Um, he's a very perimeter shooter, uh, power play specialist guy. And outside of that, he doesn't give you a, any more type of any other dynamic to your game uh, you know, for the Sabres and uh, or any type of different dimension to your game. Uh, you know, he's again, he's a guy who shoots on the perimeter. You know, if he if he went to the net uh, and kind of tried to score goals, maybe the way that you see a Jeff Skinner uh, does, uh, maybe I feel a little bit different, but he doesn't really do that. Maybe if he getting bought in to do that more often you know, I would feel differently, but you know, that's not the type of player Victor Olsen is, which is fine. I just don't see that being part of the long-term solution in Buffalo. So him with the assist tonight, you know, good for him, but I got a feeling that maybe he could be dealt tomorrow. Uh, again, again, I'm not hearing anything. It's just a feeling. Um, Jeff Skinner getting a goal. Uh, nice to see him get back in the score sheet. First time in seven games. Uh, Tage Thompson with an assist. Uh, and then Alex Tuck with a primary assist on the uh, Rasmus Dahlin overtime winner. And then Craig Anderson with uh, 30 saves on 32 shots. Another great game from Craig. Uh, guy is really, uh, you know, people tend to say that, well, is Craig going to get dealt, dealt tomorrow? You know, is he a guy that, you know, we're going to ship off to a team that might need a goaltender? I don't know. Um, I've been a pretty big advocate of wanting to keep Craig. Uh, but I mean, I'll never say no in a situation as to which Buffalo's in, um, where you're trying to get as many assets as you can to further this rebuild. And maybe Craig Anderson is part of that, but I'm starting to think maybe what his presence in that locker room adds, um, adds, it maybe benefits more than what he would get back in a trade, depending on what the trade return would be. Um, I just, I value that guy in this locker room. I really, really, really do. Uh, but again, maybe a team's willing to pay a, a you know, overpay for a goaltender of his capability. I don't know, but he's played so well for this team uh, this season. Uh, yeah, he's had a few games here and there where you know maybe he he he, he didn't cost you the game, but you uh, he maybe gave up a couple weak goals. But 
you know, judging this team on paper, if you're going to tell me that you'd have a goalie like Craig who could have possibly a winning record and, you know, a, a decent goals against uh, pretty much is what, he, what he's given Buffalo all year. I would have told you are crazy at 40 years old. Uh, not possible, but Craig has played so well for this team. So we'll see what happens with him tomorrow. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, again, I'm not for trading Craig Anderson unless, you know, the, the, the return is absolutely outrageous. Uh, score getting on the score sheet for the Canucks, JT Miller, a guy whose name has been mentioned quite a bit in trade talks, uh, in the, in the weeks leading up to this deadline tomorrow, uh, goal and assist, uh, Connor Garland with an assist, Bo Horvat, uh, captain, a guy whose name has always kind of been out there, you know, as a guy they might want to move on from their captain with a goal, Quinn Hughes with an assist, Luke Shen, who we've heard a lot in trade rumors too, a big, big defenseman. Uh, veteran defenseman uh, to making league minimum uh, a guy I could possibly see uh, maybe getting dealt uh, with an assist to tonight too. So, and then I have say Thatcher Demko uh, with 26 saves and 29 shots against uh, gets the loss tonight uh, against Buffalo. Um, another comment from Taylor uh, cousins overall was a great game. Absolutely. Taylor or, or Tyler. Sorry, not Tyler, not Taylor, Tyler. Um, absolutely was a great game. Um, you know, start to finish this team battled. Um, there are a few moments where they're on their heels a little bit, but they never really lost their composure. They get the early lead. Uh, Vancouver comes back, ties it up. Um, and then, you know, Skinner goes and gets the, uh, the second goal, puts Buffalo back up, back up out in front. And then they come back and tie it. Never really, you never really felt like watching that, that Buffalo was in danger of losing that game. And, you know, Craig Anderson came up huge quite a few times to uh, bail Buffalo out when they did have a few uh, lapses in their own end and uh, kept them right in it. And then, obviously, uh, you could just see it with Darlene uh, as, as this game went on that he was going to do something. And then, obviously, with all that extra space and overtime, he uh, he got that puck. Uh, and he, like, literally, there were two different sequences where Darlene, you know, had the puck and, uh, you felt that you, you felt that he was going to score or lead to the eventual do something that would lead to the game winning goal. And he got the puck at the blue line. He brought it back into his own zone, brought it wrapped around behind his own net, and then just went end to end. Um, again, with all that open ice, dropped it off the tuck tuck, you know, went in deep behind the net, uh, set the pass up to, uh, Darlene. And then Darlene found some open ice up in the middle and didn't miss went five hole. Uh, and, uh, the rest, you know, is history, I guess. And, uh, I love the celebration too, the excitement, you know, you don't see that type of excitement, maybe a lot, especially on a team that's not going to be in the, in the postseason. just the way he celebrated and, and just the emotions that this team has shown for each other in such a very, I don't want to call this a disappointing season because we all knew what this was, uh, going in, you know, this is going to be a season about really develop developing individual players uh tonight being another example with Darlene um but um to see them celebrate the way they are and then talk to talk about each other in the post game I think that right there is you know speaks to the development of this team uh throughout the course of the season in a season that's been just kind of overshadowed by a lot of negative headlines you know between Sam Reinhart leaving, Jack Eichel leaving, and you know all these other names, uh, kind of like this. These again, these headlines that have kind of negatively overshadowed this season, and maybe some of the high moments like tonight. But you know, I really feel that like you know, especially after that 
you know, you finally got to that March 10th game against Jack Eichel, the Golden Knights. You, you went and you won that game, and you've really left that guy in your rearview mirror, and you're moving on. So, um, you know, nothing but positive things going forward um, and building off the momentum of those two wins against, again, uh, I keep going back to those. I think those are really franchise-altering wins, the Vegas Golden Knights win and then the Heritage Classic win against the Leafs where – you saw this team really dominate the the Toronto Maple Leafs in the outdoor game and the way that game finished with everybody, you know, the Dylan Cousins, Michael Bunting thing after the Dylan Cousins hit on Matthews and just uh, Matthews, uh, you know, or Bunting going after Cousins and Cousins, you know, sticking up for himself and his teammates. I think uh, he, I want to say he was even sticking up for Miami of running the counts. I think he was sticking up for Darlene, uh, something that happened earlier in the game. I, I can't quite remember. It is like 1.46 in the morning, so my memory is a little shot. Uh, happy happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody, too, out there. Uh, you know, it's a little late uh, late, late to that one, but happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. But, uh, you know, his cousins uh, going head-to-head with Bunting, uh, having to be separated. And you see Dylan Cousins waiting off the ice because he wasn't going to the locker room. He was going to celebrate with his team. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, it reminded me a lot of, like, travel hockey or just, you know, you know, you know, uh, travel hockey or junior hockey. You see guys when they get kicked out of a game or, you know, instead of going to the room, they sit out, sit out, sit on the boards and wait for their team and watch from outside the, uh, outside the rink. Uh, you know, that's kind of reminiscent of that. And it was really cool to see. And I think those two wins are very franchise altering wins and you've seen it in the game since uh, absolutely just been fun to watch. Um, but, you know, with that being said, again, it's, Getting a little late here. Well, again, 147 in the morning. Um, I appreciate you guys hopping on with me. Uh, Sabres next game, uh, as I see here. One second. They're still six, in, by the way, still six in the Atlantic. Um, they currently sit uh, five points. I'm not sure if this is updated or not, but either five or three points behind the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, if it, unless if this hasn't been updated yet, that means they're 23, 33 and eight or they're 22, 33 and eight uh, after tonight's win. I'm not sure if this has been updated yet or not. Again, um, sometimes it takes them a little bit to uh, update things on Google and NHL.com and whatnot. But uh, their games next game after tonight. Uh, is against the Penguins. They'll be home on Wednesday at 7.30. So that'd be an exciting game, bringing in Sidney Crosby after the trade deadline, see what that team looks like after the trade deadline, see what we're going to look like after the trade deadline. Who's who's going to be gone? Is Bajork gone? Is is Colin Miller gone? Is Cody Eakin gone? A guy who's really uh, played well for the Buffalo Sabres this year, one of their best their best face-off guy, uh, an important penalty killer. Then you see the guy who's getting – those guys get traded, and I think maybe the return might surprise us a little bit. We'll see. Um, I think he has value, especially in a bottom six role on a winning hockey team. But, again, we'll see. Uh, a couple more comments here from uh, Rakeen Davis. Uh, hope they keep that same energy next season. And finally, go to the Sabres. Not the Sabres, I mean the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I, I agree, uh, Rakeen, Absolutely. Always appreciate your support. You're always constantly in the chat here, whether it be on Facebook or YouTube. Really do appreciate it. And then uh, Taylor Connors, uh, or Cousins, sorry, Taylor, uh, Tyler Cousins. Uh, players like Tage, though, have had amazing seasons, and power will be coming up will be nice. 
absolutely uh Owen Power is on his way. They did just win the Big Ten championship. Uh on their he's on his way here, man. As soon as that I I think as soon as that NCAA tournament is over with and a national champion is crowned, if as if Michigan uh wins, he is on his way to Buffalo. He will sign in almost no time. So uh that's exciting. Uh, I know Buffalo's, you know, there's rumors that they're actively trying to find who he will play with next season as his defense partner. Uh, we'll see if that move comes uh, before 3 p.m. tomorrow or today, technically, or uh, if that move might come at the draft. I don't know. I, I really don't think they're going to use all three of their first round draft picks. I think they're going to flip one of those into a player that's going to play next season, possibly on the blue line with uh, with um, defenseman Owen Power, for first overall pick in the uh, last NHL draft. So, with that being said, guys, I'll hang up and listen. Uh, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case over on Georgian Boulevard. Make sure you get over there on your game day or game night needs and buy yourself a beverage. Tell them two goalies, one Mike from uh, Trainwreck Sports sent you. Uh, you know, tell them we all said hi. And uh, remember, if you if you enjoyed this, find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button. Show us some love with a five-star rating. Uh, find us on YouTube. Just search out two goalies, one Mike. You'll always be updated whenever we go live with videos like these or our episodes of our podcast. Uh, keep an eye out tomorrow. We're going to be going. Uh, we're going to go live with uh, some trade deadline stuff. Uh, some special guests are going to be on with us uh, tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun. And um, you know, again, I appreciate the support. Get on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, leave a comment. It does help us quite a bit. Uh, you know, get noticed out there. So. All the support from you guys, it really does help a lot, and I appreciate it. I really do from deep down the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Get to bed. Uh, I'm sure everybody's going to work tomorrow. I, I, I unfortunately do not, but uh, I'll hang up and listen, and let's go Sabres. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now, you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we bring in coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwrecksports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have faults. He had the same amount of faults as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.